Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it, they know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills, <laughs> what I'm talking about is, when you chop my dough down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement, you understand what I'm saying? I'm here. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, D. Scott, reporting live from the gutter. Just finished busting down some uh, stuffed mushrooms for the fam. Uh, just still trying to keep it light for the rest of the summer that we're looking at it. And today is September 13, 2016. I wasn't available yesterday because I wasn't available yesterday. Yes, there's still a Manic Monday show, um, but lately I've been having some health issues, so... <clears throat> I wasn't able to uh, get that done yesterday because I have people in town. So today is also my little Kaylinda, little little my son's uh, baby sister, her little birthday. She's down in Houston, Texas, Jocelyn. So happy birthday to you, baby. And if you guys were following me on Instagram, you'll see where we went down to Houston um, this time last year, give or take. And, you know, we were down there a couple of weeks before her birthday. She's into Peppa Pig, so we got her. One of those to send down there. So today's show is called Loyal to a Fault. And the reason that I, I think that it's important um, to discuss this is because I got cussed the fuck out all week long by, like, five different people, five different people offended, five different people mad about this, five different people upset about that. And you know what? I don't give a fuck, and I'm going to tell you why. First of all, you know, I've been hearing jokes, and, and I wasn't even going to talk about this, but I think it's important because I'm going to do the research and I'm going to document my journey with it. So for the past four months, you know, y'all know, if if y'all know me, I'm a marathon runner, not a half marathon runner, not a 5K runner. No, no, my son does that. I And he's 12. So I do full marathon. So you're talking about somebody that this is my optimal season where I'm usually competing. So for the last Ever since my mom died, I don't think I've completed a marathon. I think I might have did a half marathon after my birthday. Like, literally, I got off work, went and ran it in Canada, came home, went to work that day. So my pain threshold is pretty high. So I have been noticing for the past four months a significant amount of weight gain. And you're talking to somebody that's been, on average, 135 pounds is teeny tiny for me. That's uber thin. That's like a size 2 three, you know, that that's not a healthy look on me because I have a big-ass head and all this hair. Um, so typically, like when I got pregnant for the birth of my son, uh, I was 140, 145 pounds. I gained 50 pounds, went right back. It took me about a year, you know what I mean? But I got up to 190 pounds. I gained 50 pounds. 20 of it was water weight. 
damn near 10 of it was from my son, so I gained an extra 20 pounds, but I had been an athlete my entire life, so it was easy for me to kind of lose that weight. And, you know, prior to even having my son, and for probably the first six years of my son's life, we were damn near vegetarian, not vegan, but vegetarian. We only ate chicken and fish, didn't really eat too much red meat, unless I was having some issues with my, my anemia. So... I noticed that I was gaining weight. So the shit hits the fan when I can't fit my clothes. You know, my pants, anywhere from a size four to six, my dresses, same thing. And most, mostly my dresses are fours because, especially like a skirt, because I don't have hips and I don't have a butt. Well, I got an ass now and my boobs are huge. And so people, of course, are going around thinking that I'm pregnant. And it's not the first time in the last, like, four months that somebody's like, oh, my God, is she pregnant? Oh, my God, is she pregnant? And I'm thinking, if I was pregnant, I'd be damn near ready to give birth. Like, that's how long ago. Like, I'm celibate. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't fuck around like that. And then, you know, when I did, it was with the same person. So, for a long time. So, and I don't, you know, I just, I don't have time. So I knew something was wrong, so I scheduled all these doctor's appointments. I went to the main appointment. They confirmed that I had fibroid tumors, which to some people are like, oh, that's nothing. Bitch, anything you tell me that has to do with a fucking surgery and a growth in my body and my stomach is not flat and I can't fit my clothes is a fucking problem. So I started doing the research on it and find that a large percentage of black women get this disease. It's like sickle cell with black boys, you know. So I go to the doctor. They are very severe. There's four of them. Um, They're like, you're not experiencing any pain. I'm like, no. They're like, do you have excess bleeding? I'm like, of course. But I'm just thinking it's because I was on Prozac. This is why I tell you I don't like putting outside. I'm not into psychopharmacology. I don't like putting outside shit into my body because I can't control it. I don't know what it does. I don't, you know, I'm going to be that rare motherfucker that gets some type of shit. So I've been off the Prozac now for two months. I've been stabilized. Everything's fine. No, no issues with depression, still in therapy. And um, speaking of what shit, I think I got an appointment coming up. So the minute that I get off it, I start noticing that my stomach is like bulged out, all this other stuff. My periods lighten up. Um, Yes, I still get a period. Yes, I can still get pregnant. So I realized that, okay, so after I go and get my checkup, my yearly checkup, I get all my AIDS, everything, you know, all those tests, all negative, of course, because I'm not active and, and I don't fuck with nobody. So they send me to a radiologist. So I go there, I get a sonogram, haven't had a sonogram since the birth of, you know, since my son 12 years ago. Didn't know they were necessary. But okay, so here I am the whole time just thinking I'm like constipated or something's wrong. A motherfucker is like riding on the inside. I literally worked myself to death this summer. Like between the not sleeping, I would have days where I wouldn't sleep for two, three days and I would be coherent. Then I would have days that I just, I I couldn't get out of bed. You know what I'm saying? So it's just bad. But I started back running, but I can't run 10 and 15 miles like I'm normally used to, which is very normal for me. I know that's crazy, right? So three miles for an average person or a normal person, because a lot of people don't like running, you know what I'm saying? Some people rather lift weights, so don't judge me and say, like, oh, you run, that's crazy. No, that's crazy that you go to the gym and you fucking lift weights and you don't work on your ankles and you don't work on your calf muscles. You only focus on one part of your body. Running, for me, is a total body exercise. Any picture that you've ever seen with me with abs and all that stuff, that came from running. I ain't did a crunch. I, ain't, I don't do all that. 
You know what I mean? I, it, it just It's a total body workout. It makes your body move like a machine. And I've been running literally since my son's age. So you're talking about 30 years right now. So for me, three miles is a warm-up. So I was doing that with my son. We were averaging about six miles a day, walking to and from his practices. Then he was doing three miles there because he's on the cross-country team at his school. But until he busts down an under eight-minute mile, he can't, you know what I'm saying, really do too much. So what ends up happening is, um, what ends up happening is, is that I realize that my body is used to me being at a certain level, and you know I'm not there. But I also understand that I'm still eating kale. We don't eat potato chips really. We don't drink soda. Any of that stuff is not in the house. Never has been. So if you catch me eating potato chips or something like that, like I physically had to get up, inconvenience myself, go to the store, or I'm at a barbecue or something like that. I eat it when it's appropriate. I don't drink beer. I don't, you know, unless it's appropriate, you know. So no pork, no nothing. I don't even know how to fry chicken. So it's not like we can say that these were 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 health, you know, issues. So I go to the radiologist, they come out, and I'm looking at the girl, and I'm like, okay, well, is there a baby in there? Because if you tell me that I'm pregnant, then I would understand that, like, and the baby's coming out any day now, if that's what you're going to tell me. Um, I would understand that better than, you know, there's something wrong with you. You know, is it a big ball of shit? Like, what is it? So she's like, I'm going to let the doctor explain it to you. So, of course, you know, when you hear that, you're like, you know, but, but let me get back to why this show is called Loyal to a Fault. So, I was supposed to go to this doctor's visit. I was terrified. Like, when I say terrified, like, I'm almost in tears now, like, even thinking about it because I've never had anything wrong with me. Like, even the fact that I had to get a C-section to give birth to my son, that was because my pelvis was too small and my son was too big. So it wasn't like, oh, I had to have a C-section because some blood disorder or anything like that. It was because my son was literally too big. My ex-husband is like 6'4", 6'5". He, he was a big baby. He's a 10-pound baby. You know what I'm saying? So me being a 7-pounder and then my, my ex-husband being 10, you know, that, of course you're going to have a big baby. So I'm terrified. And it just so happens that my uncle, Scotty, comes to town from New York. So he brings his girlfriend with him, you know, which I know her because I've, you know, when I go back and forth to New York, that's whose house I stay at out in White Plains. When I went to my freshman year in college at Pace University and all throughout that time, while I was waiting to get into, you know, residential housing or whatever while I was out there, the dorms, I stayed with my Uncle Scotty when he lived up in Harlem. My Aunt Joyce, that's his mother. So we, um, you know, it was it was just I was very fortunate that that particular week I was so exhausted that I was like, climbing into bed like on my hands and knees like that's how tired I was you know and I had just seen one of my my beloveds one my, you know my young and or whatever and um I don't I don't think that he understood like the severity of what was going on so I really needed for him to be at this appointment with me because I really wasn't supposed to drive I shouldn't have been driving I was deliriously tired my body just ached just hurt you know everything just hurt I was feeling fat, and then he's, like, fucking with me, like, joking and shit, like, yeah, you know, da, 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 you need to lose weight, fat ass, blah, blah, blah. This is the shit that I, I, that right there, like, don't do that. Now, this is the same one that I called a potbelly pig, but I said, you're a potbelly pig because you eat poorly. I'm not eating poorly. I don't know what's wrong with me, right? So he agreed to go to the doctors, whatever, whatever. So... This particular day, he had to go handle some business. He was very upset about the business that he had to handle. So me trying to calm him down, I'm like, well, look at it this way. You know, we could go to Columbia. We can go. We could do all these things now that you don't have this 
issue to take care of whatever. He starts flipping out. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I just had to go drop all this money. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, you're talking about money, and I'm talking about, like, my fertility, my womanhood. I'm talking about, like, I might have to have shit scraped out of me. You know what I mean? Like, not the same. You're ignorant as fuck. Leave me alone. Now, let me rewind. A month ago, I get a phone call, and I know y'all will remember Boston, right? The dude that was actually from Cali. He was my Valentine, you know, Toronto, whatever, whatever. Um, But he lives on the West Coast. He lives in California um, in the same kind of industry I am, but he is an enforcer, so he runs his own bodyguard situation. And, you know, so he had been calling, and I'm assuming I I didn't care because I didn't want to talk to him. And, I was dealing with somebody at the time, not seriously, but just still, I just, I really, I was having fun, you know, whatever. I don't want to deal with the bullshit of me not getting on the plane to come to Boston because you two, I have a really huge issue with the way that people talk to me because I feel like I'm very aware that my words hurt if I choose them as daggers. So I don't understand why other people don't think about what the fuck they say before they say it when it comes to me because I don't shoot daggers all the time anymore. I try to be very collect, you know, careful and, and, and selective with what I say. So when I'm not afforded the same thing, I get very upset because I'm just like, D- motherfucker, do you know that I could just say something to you right now that will have you walking off the side of the gorge? Like, don't do that. And And, and I was very weak the last seven days. Like, my physical health was just, it was not good. I was toxic. You could see, like, my face was swollen. My arms were swollen. Everything was swollen, okay? I just want to be happy. I just want to be healthy. I just want to fit my clothes, okay? So, and we knew it wasn't appendicitis or anything like that. So I asked this motherfucker to come to the appointment with me. Now, the dude that I was supposed to go to Boston with, remember I was supposed to go to St. Patty's Day Parade, I shared that information with y'all, and I just didn't go. That's the type of shit that I do because when I'm done, I'm done. He had been blowing up my phone. Okay, I something just came over me and was like, he's here. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, finally responded back and I was like, you must be in my area. He's like, I actually was in your area a month ago. I will be there this this week. Which, you know, this was after the fact that I'm going to the doctor. I'm thinking that this was going to be a breakthrough moment with the the guy that I had already been seeing. So I was just like, well, you know, maybe we could do lunch. Maybe we could do, you know, something like that, grab a coffee or something like that. And he's like, I would really like that, you know, because I want to talk to you. So my aunt and them are in town. I took the day off. It was the first time the entire summer I worked only five, you know, only five days. Like I literally took two days off. And it's just, it's so difficult when you do that because you've been working six days, six days, six days, and then the seventh day is really not for rest. The seventh day, you're still working, but you're doing stuff around the house. And remember, I'm still cooking every day, still cleaning. You know, my son started junior high school. Like, all these things are happening. I get, you know, my information, go to the appointment. But this is after my youngin cusses me out, you know, this, this, and this. And y'all know how. I mean, if y'all know me personally, y'all know I'm the type of person. I'll try to make light of any situation. But when it comes to death, health-related issues, if it's just money, it's just fucking money. It comes, it goes, you'll get it back, it, and it was for your kids. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really be mad about it. You know what I'm saying? I, I waste an exuberant amount of money as well on food, you know what I'm saying, which I'm trying not to, you know, to stop doing that. So, of course, he cusses me out, and... This is the youngin, not the one coming into town from from uh, California. 
So he cusses me out, and I'm left with nobody to take me to the doctor, nobody to sit there with me, nobody to comfort me, nothing. So my uncle's girlfriend says that she'll go to the doctors with me. So she goes to the doctor, and she's had fibroid tumors, and it did not end well for her. So I get all this news, and they're like, you have this going on, you got polyps, you got all this crazy shit. No one wants to hear that about a place where you give life. You know, because I can say right now that I don't want any more children, but who's to say that if I don't fall in love or if I, you know, meet somebody that doesn't have any children, as I normally do, that I wouldn't want to give them that gift, you know. So I'm beside myself. I don't hear from this motherfucker for three, four days. During that time, you know, my Cali friend comes to town. And actually, he's not my friend. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. And I thought I was going to have some animosity when I seen him and just be upset about words that shouldn't have been said. Not at all. He just gave me a hug. He's like, are you good? You okay? Here's this. Here's that. You know, and it's not, it just, it was easy. It wasn't hard. You know, it wasn't an argument. It was just, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, and it's funny because today I was sitting having espresso and I was listening to my messages because I don't, I only check my messages like once a fucking month, really. And I was listening to the message that he left right before he came here, and he's just like, please, you know what I mean? Just, I know you don't want to talk to me. Just give me a call back. It's not about begging. You know, it's about being honest. If you care about somebody or if you love somebody or if you want to be with somebody or if you want to keep them around, you have to do the things that are gonna 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 do that. That are gonna affect your relationship in a positive way and push it forward. You know, you being a little kid and being a spoiled brat and having a temper tantrum, you know, and I'm sitting up here dealing with health issues, then it was so bad I had to turn around, right, and be scheduled for another appointment with my gynecologist because she's like, hold up, you know, we need to come, we need to see what's going on, and that's what they specialize in. So I'm very thankful this week that I have family members and and friends that were able to say, well, these are some alternatives and this is where this comes from. And, you know, for for my people being there for me, like, you know, you really need to take care of yourself. You need to just rest. I'll I'll take care of whatever you need taken care of. You just need to rest. And, you know, that's nice. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, my son is acting like a 12-year-old, but, I mean, that's what they do. But at the same time, it's just I needed to rest. I didn't work any extra days this week. I just relaxed. That's literally all I've been doing for days. So, you know, days go by. I've already gone to my second appointment, you know what I'm saying, where she tells me it is bad. You know, we do have tumors. There's four, but that I've had them for a while. You know, she says, you know, she doesn't really, you know, know whether the weight gain was from the Prozac, or which I don't eat that much. It, it couldn't be from that. I'm not a burger and fry kind of gal every day. You know, it's just that's not what I do. But I also do think that my regimen changed, my exercising, you know, frequency changed, what I eat, how I eat it changed, you know, things like that. So we just, now that my son's back in school and I don't have to entertain him for the summer, I can get back to my normal regimen. So, you know, to have somebody there because my best friends are working or they're out of town that was able to sit with me while I'm getting this news is just I appreciate it. So it's moments like this where you cannot, as a woman or a man, be loyal to a fault and say, well, I have a year's worth of history with this person, this person I've only known maybe nine or ten months. However, 
You understand what I'm saying? He's doing what he's supposed to be doing, and he's here, and he's present, and he's not fucking with me, and he's not bothering me, and he's trying to comfort me, and he's trying to be manly about it. Now, I understand that this man is closer to my age, so he's 10 years, 12 years older than the other gentleman, the other, uh, the younger one. doesn't matter. I'm still fucking human. So I, I just, I think that I put myself in abusive situations where, you know what I'm saying, like because he was local that I allowed certain things to happen because I was just kind of, I wasn't playing with him. I, I really liked him. I did, but shit like this, especially me being a moon child and me being an empath and me being a woman and me being a mother and me being a former wife and just me, you know, being in the situation I was in, this was not the time to do that. And so just like that, it's easy for someone to come in. And I had to tell him, I said, don't be mad. You know, don't be mad. You had the opportunity to, to, to show and prove and you didn't. You just You just sat there and you did nothing. You know what I'm saying? You just sat there and you allowed me to go through this by myself. And he's like, well, I didn't know. You did fucking know. So don't be mad when someone else can take the time to come to town to see me and say, no matter what, if this motherfucker don't speak to me, I'm going to find her, which he did, came up to my job, everything. You know, I'm going to find her, and, and we're going to talk this out. And I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, you you know, you get an A for effort for that. The other one is just like, what are you here for? It's like, it's, it's like trying to speak to a person, you know, and say, I know you like me. I know you have some sort of feelings, but you continuously waste my time. You continuously talk shit about me. And then the other day he says, I talk to you like that because I just be playing with you, and I know you could take it. Well, bitch, this wasn't the week. This wasn't the time. That's like a motherfucker. Like, I hadn't even figured out whether the tumors were cancerous or not, and you want to sit there and tell me, yeah, you need to get that weight off. You need to shut the fuck up. That's what you need to do. You need to stop wearing true religion every fucking day. Okay, you need to grow the fuck up. That's what you need to do. You need to stop treating every woman exactly the same. You know, and that's not even the fact that I went to my little young baby girls parties that um that I work with, whatever. I work very closely with them. I had just so happened to be not doing anything on a Friday night. And I said, well, I'll come up there and see y'all. You know what I'm saying? They had rented out a little room at a little hotel. And a young lady, and I didn't even bring this up, a young lady that I'm quite fond of says to me, well, I saw you and so-and-so on, a, on Snapchat. I said, no, you didn't. She goes, yes, I did. She's like, um, I was like, well, you didn't see him on my Snapchat. And she's like, no, I seen him on somebody else's, you and him together. And I just wouldn't peg you for that type of a person to deal with somebody like that. And I said, no, this is my friend That's per him, right? Because remember, I'm a woman. I don't dictate relationships. You say we just friends, that's what we are. So that's why what I'm doing right now shouldn't bother you because we just friends, right? I gave you the opportunity even before I knew the cat was coming. Even before I knew the cat was coming. So he gets mad cool points, not because he flew all the way in or whatever, whatever, but because he said, you know what, no matter what's going on, you got something going on with you. I didn't know that. We're going to put all this shit to the side, and we're going to focus on getting you better. You just sleep. That's what you do. What you need, you just go to sleep. You need to go do something, I'll, I'll do it. What you need. And he ain't no pushover. He ain't no punk. He has children of his own. You know, one of his. So. Now, you know, I'm at this party with these young girls. Everything is cool, you know. And then the the young lady that I'm fine, she tells me, she says, well, yeah, I know him and I know his friend. And I know that 
you, you know, some about they mess with young girls. And this is the shit that I'm talking about with this young cat that I'm like, you're messy. You're messy. Like, I don't want to hear about that shit. Like, you don't got to go anywhere and hear about me dating this person or dealing with that person because I'm always on my grind. I'm always at work so much to the fact that I was killing myself, literally killing myself. You know, and I got to go to a party, and I'm not even claiming we just friends, right, according to you. Um, and I got to hear about that you dating young girls and all this other stuff and, you know, you be what you do. It's none of my business. Like, and that's what I'm saying about men. Like, y'all be messy than a motherfucker, and then y'all be mad at us when we, we level up, right? We level up, and we say, well, I'm not going to do with your stupid shit. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go over here, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to eat this goddamn calamari, and I'm going to drink this rosé, and I'm going to have a good time, and I'm going to allow this man to take care of me for a few days or for a month or for however long he chooses to stay, and I'm going to allow that because that's what I need. Right now, it's not about what you need. It's about what I need right now because I'm not well. I'm going to go to the phone lines. I'm going to try to take this caller right here and see what they're talking about. Caller from the 240, are you with me? Uh, yes, ma'am. How you doing? Thanks for having I'm me fabulous. on your show. I'm sorry? Thanks for having me on your show. Well, we only got about three minutes left because it was just a quick Tell the Truth Tuesday, but did you have any comments, concerns, or anything you want to tell the truth about? Yes. Um, listening to what you say about men, um, I think that this is just how my experience, I'm not speaking for all men. Okay. But um, my experience is that most women, the women that I experience, they, the most women I experience, they, they give up on men before they ever even meet one. And what I mean by that is mm-hmm. a lot of women um, are, Approach have males approach to life now. They're functioning out of a male psychology. They even educated like a male, and they've been conditioned to live like a male. You know how the single woman yes. taking over the family yep. homes. And yep. so I'm saying that you know, um, when it comes to a woman, you know, operating like a male, this is what causes a function, a dysfunction in relationships. I, I think agree. that I think that women need to stop trying to cater to the man and be totally present in her body and and to herself and allow herself to know who she is on this planet and what is it that she brings to this planet and why is she here on this planet. Um, I I just, when, when it comes to, you know, the men and the women, I think that, um, I think most women nowadays, they choose bullshit men to give them clarity mm-hmm. about their life, you know? Um, they're looking for clarification, and basically they choose bullshit men to give them clarification. And a lot of women, they go after a man that looks cute, but not after his intelligence. You know, what is a man cute going to do for you? It's all well, about here's the thing, and, I, and I'm going to agree with you 100%, but the difference is, is that there are some women that don't have a choice. We don't have a choice but to go out there and grind like men. So, yeah, you're right. There are moments when I forget that I am just human and I forget that I am a woman and that I need certain things. But in this particular cat, the youngin' that I'm speaking about, it's not that he's just cute. I mean, he's a grinder. He goes out there and he just he, he handles his business. It's just that there is 
something wrong going on with that generation because he's 10 years younger than me and there's something going on with that generation where it's like if I tell this woman that I love her if I tell her that I care about her if I am there for her somehow that signifies weakness so it's not just our women being raised too strong it's our boys too it's our men too y'all have to understand that y'all have to 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 be able to read what's going on with a woman that you've been seeing for a year you have to understand that you guys have a place, too, and I just think this cat doesn't have it in him. So I have to let it go, and I have to do what's best for me, but you know, and my body and my psyche. Huh? That's, what's wrong with, that's what's wrong with relationships. Not too many people have patience for relationships no more. You know, I just it's been a year. <laughs> it's you been know, a year not, with this a young year, cat. A year, is a, small, a year is a small time compared to a couple of years that couples go through, you know? Agreed. So, my thing is that when when we're dealing with um, relationships, like I said today, I heard a man say he don't have the patience enough to deal with women. And I'm like, Damn. that's cool and damn. So who are you going to yeah, deal I'm with? Like, <laughs> right, but let me do thing. this. I'm going to give you the opportunity. You can shoot me an email at misshotmess, H-A-U-T-E, mess123 at gmail.com. Okay. Miss Hot Mess. Because the show is now currently over. All right, so shoot me an email at Miss Hotmess, H-A-U-T-E-M-E-S-S, 123 at gmail.com, and then we can discuss further, and then we'll try to get you on the show because I always love the male input about things just because it gives me clarity. So even though I have brothers and an ex-husband and, you know, I'm out dating for sure, you understand what I'm saying? It just, it really, um, it makes a difference to me to hear, especially black men, have commentary about what's going on in our relationships so that we can try to repair them. And you said Miss Hot Mess at uh, 123? Yep, at gmail.com. So it's M-I-S-S-H-A-U-T-E. M-E-S-S-1-2-3 at gmail.com. Or or you can go on my website, which is stayinyourlane123.com. Okay. And then you can email me through there. It's the same email. And what was your name, hon? Black Gladiator. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, again, thank you for tuning in. I wish you would have called a little bit earlier. But, again, we can continue this conversation next Tuesday on Tell the Truth Tuesday. I also probably should be back on air to do Manic Mondays because I've been in and out. But, you know, the thing is with this particular cat, it's been a year. It's just, it, and it's right there. I can, I can see him, but I don't know if it's the age difference. All I know is this. I needed somebody, right? So I put aside my pride and my, you know, what, and I said, listen, I need you you know, I have to go to the doctor, something's wrong, you know, whatever, whatever. And so the fact that you couldn't even, you know what I'm saying, show up for that and just was like, oh, I'm at the gym. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and then you're mm-hmm. mad because somebody actually flew into town to handle that and didn't even know I was sick. You see what I'm saying? You can't be mad, right. bro. You can't. You know what I'm saying? You didn't do what you, mm-hmm. what I asked you to do. I chose you first. Right, you didn't want to do it, so just like that, the Jesus sent somebody else and was like, "Well, you you don't want to do it, someone else will." You know, just like men you know, like to threaten women about things of sexual nature, like, "Well, what you won't do, she'll do." Okay, let her do it, but you can't rewind time and go back and be there for for me in those appointments. You can't do that. Right. I can always learn how to do a sexual trick. You can't learn how to go back and be compassionate and present. Period. Right. 
You know? I, I so think... make sure you shoot me an email, anything you want to talk about. Like I said, we can make it the topic of conversation for the next show. Um, shoot me that email. I would love to hear from you, and then we could take it from there. And as always, I appreciate you guys for calling in. Peace. Thank you.